Hey guys, thanks for joining me on my seventh podcast here at Nothing New Under the Sun. Today I'm going to be interviewing my friend George from Romania. He is an interesting character. This is a great interview. We talk about the holographic nature of the 3D realm that we live in. We discuss the 5D realm that we're moving to. We talk about all sorts of different aspects of what this reality is, as well as we both share some metaphysical slash supernatural stories. So this is a really good one. Grab some popcorn and I'll see you on the other side. We were talking about, you know, with yeah, yeah, no, I think we should talk world. about that again. Yeah, I think we should bring that up again because that was a cool. <laughs> I haven't had a chance to be able to get that topic out. And I do want to talk about that just in general, mm. just because it's like uh, and I would say so if you know, like what what are we talking about? Like the idea that that we're in a 3D holographic matrix that's, I mean, so much more dense and and manipulatable than the 5D, which is like what would be our next next venture into, like heaven, if you will, right? The, what, what I, I've you, been there. It's a shitty realm. It's but, a... Then, but see, but then in the in between, and I'd always read about the fourth dimension, and I I've just recently come to what I feel is somewhat of an understanding of what that actually is. And like, so it's the spirit realm uh, in between the dense realities of three and five. It's the spirit ether realm kind of. Or the astral realm, if we have to call it that, you know. Okay, right. Sure. Astral everything, realm. Yeah. Because yeah, everything is spiritual. So there is no such thing as a spirit realm or a non-spirit realm. Everything well, is right. spirit. Yeah, yeah, so. There you go. So astral. I think that's more, yeah, mm -hmm. more appropriate. And which also makes sense at why there's so many of the ghost shows on TV now with all the Bigfoot sightings and all the UFOs and all the shit, because the way I understand it, the 3D matrix is to keep us from seeing that stuff. Attempting to. And I'm as <laughs> and right. And as it breaks down, which it is, uh, and, and energy has to be recondensed and focused for other things. I've heard the, the, the thing that creates the actual matrix itself is running out of energy. And so they're <laughs> trying to figure out how to create this, how to, how to keep it going, because it's going to otherwise fail, which will then just, you know, be a huge shock to people and i know this might sound crazy or whatever but this is just no, what i understand not. it to be and it's i don't know that this is true but i certainly think it's it's plausible i've heard it from several different sources similarly and so those things exist in that 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 astral realm and now that this matrix is breaking down they're there we're able to see and we're interacting with them more and i don't know i my mom uh we watch television together and so some of the things that are like tolerable are the ghost shows, <laughs> the ghost shows and the stuff about Sasquatch sightings and the UFO sightings. Cause it's, there's some amazing stuff that people are catching on, on camera now. And yeah. uh, so anyway, I just, yeah, that's, that's what we were talking about. And I just think that's very cool and just interesting to try to put together the concept of nothing of what we think is true. I mean, even to the point of there's a realm that exists outside of right and wrong uh, that just it's simply existing. So now we don't see, we don't experience that, but that doesn't make it not the truth. You know, the ultimate truth 
it's so far yeah, re removed from where we're existing right now but no, that, that, that's kind of false because the thing is there is not there is nothing that anyone does not experience you know it's just so everyone is experiencing everything simultaneously the thing is the ego mind or the ego mind chatter kind of tends to forget that and doesn't tend to kind of see it all that much so it's kind of like you see a lot of things but sometimes you focus, let's say you look at a big ass fucking landscape you know your you your whole being sees it and experiences it all simultaneously but your ego mind is kind of like focusing on a tiny little dot on a tiny uh, i'm focusing on this thing now on this bird or on this tree or on this cow or on this whatever the fuck it is and so on and uh, the thing is if you focus on it in such a way that you lose peripheral awareness so to speak you get the impression that ah oh, no it's just this little thing and so on but it, but an actual you are seeing and experiencing all of it you just don't know on that personal level if you identify with your character self you know yeah so it's it's kind of in a sense it's kind of like let's say you are a writer and you're writing a story you know so um the, the reason why I say that literally and metaphorically everything is filled with fucking meaning, both the meaning that we personally give to it and the infinite unbound meaning that I am, which is the essence of our life is this it's to be lived. That's the essence of life. It's to be fucking lived. You know, and everything else you can say, well, you want to live it in this way and then this way and then this way. That's, 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 you know, that's, that's your fucking choice, but it is to be lived. That's why we're here. Existence is to be experienced, you know, and in essence, it's, uh, you know, one problem that I have with, uh, again, I'm going to come back to the allegory with the story in a bit. I'm going to give it a little bit of a pretext beforehand. Sure. So the thing is, um, I don't know how to express this in words per se, but to sort of give it a superficial uh, explanation that the mind would, would kind of maybe get to wrap its head around, so to speak. The mind gets to wrap its head around. So <laughs> that's a funny way of saying it. Yeah. Because uh, your, uh, your mind is not in your head. Your head is in your mind. You know? Correct. <laughs> that, that, that's a good quote. But anyway, yeah, so the like thing that. is, in pretty much all um, Gnostic teachings or whatever, you know, the divinity is uh, described as, you know, no beginning and no end. That's the, the alpha and omega, or rather no beginning and no end. No alpha, no omega, <laughs> right. you know? So uh, if you are to, uh, I, and I know this from personal and infinite, um, what's it called? Not, not just experience. It's, it's infinite knowing. That's a different conversation. The thing is, something with no beginning and no end of any kind, it means uh, it doesn't begin or end with anything. So, you know, henceforth, I and we as both individual and infinite consciousness do not begin or end with anything. So in that sense, Creator and creation are not fucking separate, like not at all. They're not at all separate. So you see, I and we always and already are everything and everything. All the bullshit, all the parasitism, all the fucking retards and idiots and all the fucking face diaper wearing pieces of shit. We are all of that, you know, um, all of the evil and bullshit and stupidity. We are all of the mediocrity as well, which is, again, stupidity and bullshit as well. But infinitely unbound more than that, than anything, we are everything that is good in conscious, all elevation, all truth, all consciousness, all creativity, every, and defiance, everything simultaneously. So in that sense, um, you know, the, the, the very idea of worshipping something is completely retarded, you know, either if you worship the ego of someone else or your own ego, you know. So uh, seeing as how creator and creation aren't separate, they all have the same fucking attributes, you know. Yep. So again, when New Age, uh, the problem with the New Age, you know, because the New Age cult says the same thing. Yes, but infinite consciousness, the infinite unbound, whoop to do And that part of it is true. But the problem is uh, they say it, but they don't grasp it. 
So they say, oh, it's we're infinite. So it doesn't matter, man. And they just uh, sort of make excuses for their own bullshit and lethargy and stupidity. Uh, but the thing is, I would say otherwise. Hey, we are infinite cognizance. That's why everything fucking matters, motherfuckers. That's why everything is important, in other words. So coming back to the allegory with the story, let's say, uh, again, it's a very simplified allegory. It doesn't really grasp the true meaning, but, you know, allegories being what they are, you know. Um, let's say uh, you're a writer of a story. You write a story and you don't control the characters per se. You are the characters. You, the characters are yourself manifesting in those particular forms to have those individual experiences in the realm of that story. You know, so um, when people get ego identified, what they do is that it's kind of like your, uh, the character version of yourself um, just forgets who, you, who, forgets who you are beyond the story. You know, so it's kind of like the character forgetting that they're the writer. So then they say, then they either degrade, the characters then degrade into either atheism, which is like, what, uh, what is this thing you call the writer? This is not a story, this is real. <laughs> you know, uh, and it's all random and all that bullshit, you know, all those retarded beliefs. Yeah. Then you have the religionists who say, yes, there is such a thing as creator and writer and yes, but they sort of externalize it and they don't associate with it because they, their mind is still in their character level of self, right, you know? Yeah. So um, the whole idea is when someone truly conscious comes and says, hey, mother, you atheist, you're fucking wrong. You religionists, including those who are natural law and creator is above us and all that bullshit, you know, uh, that those also fall into the religionist camp. Not, not so much as the actual religions, but, you know, if you, if you think of God as something above you, you're still externalizing your own infinity, your own divinity. Yeah. You know? Here. So, so I, I want to use that as a as a place to interject this real quick, because I, I just had this conversation with someone else. And, uh, you know, uh, it also goes back to us talking about the alien, which people on this recording are, are just aren't going to get that part of this. But uh, maybe some other time I'll explain it or go into it. But um, so I have lived my life. OK, up until very recently, praying to an external creator. Oh, okay. And, 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 but experiencing very real results on, on not just an emotional level where I feel right, like feel stuff, but like answers are given to questions that are extremely specific and, and things are delivered that are either sometimes directly asked for. And then, but also sometimes delivered in a way that's even better than what you thought like wow that's even so so there's something to that because i've ex i've lived that now i i can very much get on board with the idea that that there's no god that's external from me and that that i also have a higher self and that but in in that level of what i call co-creation i believe there's other beings that are involved in this project when i don't really know how to call it a uh, guardian angel and then um, aspects of my higher self um, beings above that that aren't God, but but that are are steps towards this thing that's just ultimately consciousness, which, you know, I'm starting to get the idea of that. So, yeah, uh, you know, I, I think there isn't a creator separate from creation and separate from myself. But there is this thing that when I behave in a certain way, I, you know, I feel an internal reward and I, 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 I my, my life goes better. I'm, I'm visibly externally rewarded as well. So I don't know. I mean, I don't know what to call it, but you, you, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yes, but this is kind of a double-edged sword. 
you yeah. know so the thing is um when you pray to something that's basically begging uh, it's externalizing see, response there there's different types of prayer i'll give you that there's supplication which is begging but there's also i want this for someone else which is a whole different level of prayer and those are the ones you get for sure when you pray for someone else to get something that's you're shit. still begging for someone else though Man, I, I don't, I'll, I'll, I'll get I don't to look I... at it as begging i mean it's it's more of a will, let your will be this is kind of how i do it so there is different types of prayers and i'll give you that there's a lot of people that beg um but then there's also i i wanted to know i'll give you a story real quick and then i'll let you re respond to this but i asked for the knowledge of magic I was 23. Dude, I didn't have any clue of natural law. I was in the Bible still, okay? And I wanted to know about magic. And I was like legitimately watching David Blaine and Chris Angel on TV. And, <laughs> I, and I said in my prayer, I was like, not that. I want to know about real magic because I had no clue where I would find that. Like the internet wasn't big enough yet. Like there was no, how am I going to find out about the real shit? Where the, the dark big books are that you know exist, but you're not going to find them at Barnes and Noble. And so I literally said a prayer. I want to know about this stuff. And in the most uncanny and obvious and stand out way, this dude who just didn't belong in the town I was in, first of all, nothing about him. He was literally a gangster from Ohio. <laughs> okay. He was in a completely white bread community as, as a black dude that looked like a, a linebacker, like a, he actually looked more like a running back. He was just fully big and in shape. He had one eye that was completely white, like all whited out. Cause he had, he had injured it when he was young and he just stood out so crazy. He had bullet wounds in him. I mean, like, dude, he just didn't fit in around there. And he shows up at my place to get some herb from me. And, and like one of my, one of my buddies had brought him there and he mentioned my black cat when, when my cat walks through the room. So I went, Oh, he knows about that stuff. You know, like, cause he was just dressed like a normal dude and like just hanging out in Fort Collins. And it was just like, okay, well, you don't really, you know, what do you think about this place? And he's like, it's cool. It's weird. It's different. You know? And I was like, yeah, I'm sure it is. And he mentions my cat. We start talking. Next thing you know, he's like, Oh, I've got some books. And I was like, sweet. <laughs> right. And then he brings mm -hmm. me a moving box a moving box full of books that are like, he's like, I used to know of, I, I had a friend that ran an occult bookstore and it went out of business. And he's like, these are the special ones he saved and gave them to me. And he's like, I don't know what to do with them. And he's like, so, I mean, you know, that kind of shit. Like, so I wasn't begging synchronicity. Right. So, so, but there's that, but I prayed for it and man, it turbocharged whatever my knowledge of this stuff was going to happen at some point. Right. So I just yeah. happened to wake up in bed that one night before I went and just thought, I want to know about that. And the universe went right the fuck on. And man, they just <laughs> overdrove and this made this thing happen. So whether that you was made God it happen or, well, through your will, right, right. Yeah. I was, I was a catalyst in it, but there was other parts involved. You know, uh, the, uh, you are you are the main progenitor of the event, but the other things Absolutely. were the catalyst. You know, it's kind of Absolutely. the other way. I was the main progenitor. Here's what I wanted to say about that. And why I said it's a double-edged sword. When, if you, uh, there are two things. Well, many other things, but two main things that I want to talk about regarding this particular praying thing. You know, there's the beggar aspect of it, but then there is the will aspect of it. You right. can manifest both simultaneously, but if you know, but the begging thing, the externalization of responsibility thing, that kind of stunts your progress in terms of manifesting what you want more effectively, mm -hmm. you know. So um, if you remove the praying thing, 
uh, in other words, the begging thing, and you maintain the honesty of your desire to actually, and your choice to actually want the thing to happen for the, you know, in this case, curiosity for the sake of curiosity, that was, that's what I'm assuming was the case with you, wanted to know for the sake of knowing, that's what brought it into manifestation, not the praying. Like, for example, um, I, I was, you know, religious when I was a kid, blah, 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 you know, raised in that sort of an environment. And ev eventually I had like a literal fucking demonic manifestation, like a quote unquote physical demonic manifestation while I was fucking awake, you know, in front uh, of so, you. Uh, yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah, so um, again, it's 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 um, you should tell that story. I, I'm in yeah, I should. And so on. Um, but it. I kind of get into it. I kind of get very emotional about it and so on and so forth, which is not a problem, but uh, I'll see how, how it fucking goes. So the thing is, in my process of awakening, so to so to speak, uh, one of the, the 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 second big awakening was this one. Um, I'm not going to talk about now. So uh, the idea is I was in a, initially I was extremely psych psychopathic, very, very, you know, murderous, very um in a masculine sort of in a negative masculine sort of way to put it uh, in a few words so um then eventually i got into an effeminate state you know because i sort of woke up from that and then i got very effeminate and while i was in this very effeminate uh, state it was everything oh everything was all rosy and so on and so forth and one of the things that through which i shook myself out of it was you know um I watched some things, some Christianity uh, documentaries and blah, blah, blah. And they were all about, um, ah, um, Jesus will save you. Ah, God will save you. Blah, and so on and so forth and all that bullshit. You know, that sort of complete attempt, that, that sort of a complete attempt to abolish your personal responsibility, which just doesn't fucking happen. Because <laughs> again, everything is a choice. So therefore everything is responsibility in that sense. So um, anyway, the idea, uh, long story short, um, I uh, awoke, you know, in this particular life um, to a literal, it, 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 it was a, a dog, a, a dog, uh, you know, doing sort of thing in my ear. It, it, I felt the fucking breath. I felt the fucking, you know, vibration of it and so on. But suddenly I'm like, whoa, what the fuck is this shit? Because, you know, I see things beyond the five senses and so on and so forth. Um, but uh, they don't really always manifest physically. Right. so to speak sure. so you know when it does manifest physically like some shit actually like like i for example i levitate i i, I levitated a few times in my life i phased through a wall partially and uh, you know oh. on, on, i don't do it on whim yet but i have did it spontaneously at various points in my life you know both apparently completely spontaneously and at points where it was like a crossroad or some shit you know anyway but the, anyway but the thing is um when it manifests itself, when this demon sort of manifests and so on and so forth, I was like, oh, what the fuck is this? Because you know, I suddenly woke up, you know, like in the body as well, in addition to everything else. So um, the next thing I know, I'm like in the other fucking room of the fucking house. I'm like, whoa, what the fuck? And everything was, everything was dark. And it, it shouldn't have been dark because, you know, there's, there's this window over here and there's light coming from outside. Like it, it was during the night, but we have this sort of a lamp uh, that's uh, just a lamp over there. In the, there should in the have corner. been some light, yeah. Yeah, anyway, so everything was completely fucking dark, and uh, there I am staring. Uh, there I am staring like uh, this fucking. It, it, was, it was a massive fucking black dog. Uh, it was a big ass fucking dog, and it was getting larger and larger and larger. Um, the walls sort of started shifting around me, which they do always, but again, this time it manifested physically, quote unquote. You know. So um, the thing is. Uh, I look at it. I'm like, uh, I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. I'm infinite conscious. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. But I was actually shitting my pants on a personal level, you know, and um, uh, uh, I, I then saw I, I have this sort of I have discussed with 
all religion for obvious reasons. Um, and then one of the, I, I have a, a sort of a, I don't know, Catholics have this sort of uh, obsession with statues. Orthodoxy has the same thing, but with icons, painted pictures. You know, so I'm an Orthodox, yeah. not a Catholic. I, I, I'm an Orthodox. I was born in that you know, thing. That was what anyway, you were so, pushing um, to, right? Sure, yeah. yeah so, so this uh, painting, this uh, icon, which I uh, usually, if there are any religious sort of crosses or symbols where I'm at in my room or where I'm sleeping, if it's not my house and so on and so forth, I just take them all the way and so on and so forth. Not, I don't feel like I'm burning or something. It's just, it's just fucking annoying, right, you know? Yeah. So um, this thing starts fucking uh, becoming irradiated, becoming illuminated and starts literally fucking floating. And I hear this fucking voice. It was a masculine voice. If you pray to me, I will save you and so on and so forth. And in that fucking moment, what I, uh, I will never pray and I will never be prayed to for any reason. I just screamed out with all my fucking being. And, and I said, I always persist, rebel, defy. Always I am free, liberty, defiant soul and spirit can love. Free will free the magician with the dead infinity, unlimited and beyond, and so on and so forth. And then I made the personal admission that I, and you know what? I am afraid. I'm scared fucking shitless right now on a personal level. But you know what? I courageously confront the bullshit. And again, I repeated the thing that I just fucking said. You know, so um, in that fucking instant, the whole fucking uh, light start appearing from everywhere and so on and so forth. And the dog, which was previously this oh, massive thing and so on, is literally like, you know, like, like literally the lights went on, like electrically, the electrical lights went on in addition to everything else and so on. And in my room was this uh, sort of a fetus looking thing, all bloody and all with sort of a... Um, uh, a torn umbilical umbilical cord and so on and so forth. It was like it was like a, like a partial uh, partially a dog with very sunken eyes. Like it was very black fucking eyes. You know, like it's, it wasn't even the eyes. It was kind of like the whole sockets were black and they were kind of like absorbing light, so to speak. Right. And he uh, was sort of scared, looking looking at. He uh, wasn't even looking at me. He was looking at looking at me and then looking away and didn't know what the fuck to do. You know. Yeah. And uh, then I start perceiving myself and everything else in, in this sort of a, a completely non-separate way in this sort of a you know all the stuff that i'm seeing beyond the senses were kind of were kind of now flooding all throughout the senses <laughs> you know yeah. so um what i said to that fucking uh, parasite i was like if you are a fucking parasite be gone uh if you want to help yourself evolve in consciousness um i i i love you motherfucker but if you are not able to um if you want to uh, take advantage of my love, go fuck yourself and be gone. If not, well, whoop to do Go ahead and rise in consciousness or whatever. And it just sort of went there with looking like this and then just fucking poofed, like, uh, you know, like, like, like in a literal, it was not, not, not a very flashy puff of smoke, but it was like a puff of dark smoke. And then it, pff, it sort of went away. <laughs> and, wow, uh, you know, that's, that's so crazy, man. That That's very well. I don't know if it's very similar, but there's similarities in the stuff that they, they recreate on television from other people's stories, man. I'm like, yeah, the big dog. Like that, that dog is some the hounds of hell, you know, like people see these things and they're massive, big dogs that like, I mean, dude, I, I wouldn't want to encounter it. They obviously, when you see it on TV, they've recreated yeah. it from the story. So it's terrifying. But like your story no, is not. terrifying, dude. I can imagine how old were you when that no. happened? Uh, that was about uh, it was in 2017, you know. Oh, so, so that was like years five years ago. ago. OK, almost wow. almost five years ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, here's the thing. When you get over the fear of something, you're pretty much never going to be afraid of the same thing again. 
you know yeah. so that's that, that, that that's the beauty of it so um you know because uh, some people have said ah you explain it so casually and you don't seem terrified but well no i've gotten over it of course i'm not afraid of it anymore i've gotten the fuck over it right why would i <clears throat> you know, you know I, so i have a story that uh i wrote about it a little bit on my uh, bio for one great work network but i didn't go into the detail about it and so i have an opportunity now to tell my story so i'm gonna um, I don't tell this to everybody, but it's been um, kind of more now now in this kind of community for sure. Um, but this was a story that just only got broken out every once in a while for people before. But so when I was seven, six or seven, um, I was um, it was probably 2 a.m. right at night and I'm laying in my bed and it's fall. So the windows open and I'm just laying there and I kind of get out of bed for a second and I hear leaves rustling on my in my yard, like very plainly, like there's people running through my yard. And <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, it's like two, three in the morning. Like I didn't have a clock, but it's two or three in the morning. And I'm like, no, that's not real. And I'm like, but there's definitely something scurrying through my yard. And the second the second I'm really convincing myself that, yes, there's something in the yard. Now I'm <laughs> hearing multiple sets of footsteps stomping up my back porch which is 15 feet from me through an open window so i'm you know dude it's happening and i'm hearing it through the house i'm hearing it echo through the house so i'm hearing it from both directions like dude there's people charging up my steps at 2 a.m so i'm like seven or six and my first initial fear was my mom's gonna wake up and get pissed this must be my friend. <laughs> my, my friends must be coming over and i'm like oh god my mom's gonna be so pissed at me then i hear the fucking door start bang 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 and i'm like oh fuck dude now i'm now i'm like frozen i'm like oh fuck <laughs> and it's dude i hear him it's like it, it's three witches. It's three little fucking witches. I don't know how I know this. I didn't see them, but I know that's what it is. And I hear them and it's female voices, evil, like like what you would hear on TV, witch voices laughing and cackling and pounding on the glass door. And I'm hearing it coming from both sides. And I'm like, they are right there, dude. They are right out that window and right down the porch. Like and I just got this. I was terrified. I was a pillar, dude. I was frozen. And, and I like. I hear this little voice inside my head. It was me for sure. But I, I heard something talking to me. That was me going, you better say something. And I just fuck off. I, yeah, I, I barely got out. Hey, you witches go away. And boy, they fucking erupted. They were I just man, their their attention was turned directly to me. I could feel it on me and like they were screaming at me and like and I just, wow, man. And they fucking stomped back down the steps and right ran across the leaves again. And um, that's really where my memory of it ends. I don't know. I know I maybe stood there for a few more seconds and then went back to bed. <laughs> oh, fuck. Did you hear that, by the way? What was that thunder? Uh, no, it wasn't. Thunder. It was like, uh, you know, some people still have rockets for, left over from uh, oh, New Year's. Wow. You know? a good timing, <laughs> huh? That was <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Wow. Uh, but yeah, so anyway, that's, that's my uh, that's my uh, that's my ghost story, man, or, or witch story or evil. <laughs> what I the way I look at it is um, I allowed myself or, or I chose to be confronted by evil at an early age. So I would know you're going to stand up to this shit. And I did uh, stand up to not up for, but stand up to it. You that's know? right. Stand up to it. Yeah. Stand up to this shit. And. I did. And I've never I've, I've been confronted with evil, but like I've never had to face it again, like what you were dealing with, like seeing it. Oh, it would be so terrifying. 
And but I would until do it. you get over it, <laughs> I would do it and I would get over it because I have gotten over that. And that would that still does give me goosebumps to tell that story because I remember I, I put myself in that spot and it was how scared I was and that I still fought through that shit. Something in my head said, God, you can't just fucking stand here. If nothing else, dude, you got to say something. So, yeah, that was cool. Good on you for being defiant, motherfucker. Well, but I, so my point is, is like, dude, I barely whimpered something out. You were fucking fuck you, motherfuckers. Like, so good on you. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, but but again, the, um, oh fucking rockets. So um, the idea is, if, if, even if even if you um, the idea, if, even if you feel like uh, it's it's a it's a smaller sort of uh, rah and so on and so forth, it's still it's it's still the. The defiance is still there, you know. Yep. So it's not about the intensity of the voice. You know, I tend to be more boisterous and so on, but it's 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 the intensity of the intention, not the not just the because everyone can scream a lot, but that actually scared shit as little bitches, you know. Right. So it's it's about the intent, not just the uh, not just the loudness of the voice, <laughs> you know. Yep. Yeah, but no, so, it's, um, it is it's cool, and I I would definitely be more. <clears throat> I think that's the only way I'd be able to get through it now is to scream. Because I would be scared. It would be like, well, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna fight that off with the aggression. Uh, but just uh, do it. But was... at the same time, don't become addicted to the aggression like I have become in oh, recent since 2020. Yeah, well, there's a balance for sure. Um, I'm just saying, on an initial response, it would be like, whoa, kind of getting dropped in the pool for the first time. You're gonna fucking tense up and doggy paddle until you can s mellow out and then start swimming. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, because by the way, uh, this is one of the things that we said we were going to talk about in some uh, episode or whatever, you know, like uh, problems, uh, you know, traps on the way to enlightenment, so to speak, or the traps regarding uh, the shadow work, you know? Oh, sure. Right, because yeah. like, because one of them, one of them would be, you know, the, the aggression is good. Again, if done consciously through the heart, you know, mm -hmm. the defiance and the and so on and so forth. But uh, something that a mistake that I have massively done and I'm still doing is like, there is one fear that I have in all of existence, which is to forget myself and who I am. That's the one and only fear I have in all of existence. However, this fear is kind of like in everything that I do. So the thing is, you know, the when I uh, feel like screaming, real, 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 real quick, let me clarify. You will forget who you are as in like a reincarnation cycle and this personality will be gone. And uh, no, because that's uh, again, there is no there is no forgetfulness per se. That's still a delusion. But anyway, the idea is, you know, you know, kind of like when you have a lot of stuff, you know, you're kind of like afraid to lose it, you know. So in this sense, how, I, how awake you are, how, how awake. Yes. In are. this, in this sense, it's kind of like how awake I'm and Oh, I'm seeing stuff beyond the senses. I'm so cool. And so on and so forth. And even though everyone is essentially cool and hot. <laughs> um, but the thing is uh, on an ego level, I've developed this sort of image of myself. I, yes, I'm this cool defiant guy, mad uh, fucking camera. What the fuck is up with the camera? <laughs> oh. it, I, it, it, it fell. Oh, it there fell, you go. It, you got it. You're back. You're back. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. It needs to look good, even though it doesn't. But <laughs> hold on. See, that's the. This will be the magic of editing. We can edit all that right out. No, 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 no. Do not edit it. Do not edit okay. it. Let it be as it is. All don't, right. don't crop out anything. I mean, I won't anyway. You can do whatever you want with your video, but anyway. So, um, so I have this uh, image of yes, I'm this super genius, whatever, which is true. But uh, I've become addicted to it, and on an ego level, I'm kind of afraid of overcoming it for fear of ah, uh, what if I'm gonna forget myself? It's kind of like it, it's kind of like it, in some sense, it's kind of like a belief system, even though I'm aware of it as such. It's kind of like when someone is afraid, someone has a identify with a particular image of self or a belief system, and they're scared shitless of breaking that shell, you know. And in some sense, 
I have done that, even though I'm aware of this cognitive dissonance, you know. Mm -hmm. I Yes, I know we are all infinite consciousness and so on and so forth, but at the same time, I'm still attached to an image of self, which is why the fuck am I doing that? That's fucking stupid, right. <laughs> you know. Right. But uh, so, so the thing is, when I truly feel like screaming, I scream. I feel good. And seeing as how I'm in constant, I'm very empathic, you know, so I feel all of the joys and all of the fucking stress, like literally of everything around me. Not just that, but anyway. So um, seeing it, the ego kind of goes like, yes, when I do the right thing and when I scream or intervene in something that is is meant to be intervened, like, you know, somehow slaves are harassing someone, I intervene or some other stuff like that, you know, yeah. and uh, including with retaliation. And uh, the thing is, it, it hasn't, it, it wasn't, too often an occurrence, this sort of intervening thing. I don't live in that kind of a dangerous area, even though I kind of wish I was because, uh, anyway, that's another conversation. So um, uh, the thing is, uh, when I do something that is right, I feel good about it because I do it because it's right, because I want to, and then without giving the slightest shit how I feel about it or any sort of an outcome. Then the ego comes and says, well, okay, I did the right thing. Result, feel good. Hmm. I want to feel good because I'm all stressed out. And then I sort of, the ego sort of tries to mimic the action. In this case, the screaming or constantly being in alert mode. Is there something to intervene in? Is someone being harassed? I want to intervene if there's something to intervene in. And uh, it does so because uh, it wants to facilitate for itself the feels good sort of sensation yeah, uh, but yeah. it never it never works because then the purpose is the feeling good not doing the right thing right yep. you know no, so I mean, that's yeah, why i yeah. so i get into this constant feedback loop of uh desperation and then fake calm and then desperation and fake calm and anger and rage and rage and rage and rage and so on and so forth um because of the addiction to aggression pretty much you know so um what to do that's that, that's one of the problems that's, that i have currently well, i'm still right. planning and to yeah, that's but that's good. That's uh, that's one of the things of uh, that's the emotional control aspect, you know, like uh, I know people in my life that have zero control over their emotions like they just get taken away by everything. And I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm not a lot better. Uh, you know, my I'm, I'm going to be losing my mom soon. And that's a really man, dude, like you talk about just sitting there and out of nowhere, like break down. Okay. And then, so I just go with it. I just let it go. And I understand what's happening. And like, you know, ultimately, ultimately I'm sad because I'm not, because I'm not going to have my thing. I'm not going to have my mom. Uh, mm -hmm. She's going to be good, dude. Like, and I, I, I'm totally good on that. Even though I have no clue really what's going to happen. I know she's <laughs> going to be just fine. She's going to be starting a new journey. And, and when she gets wherever she goes, she's going to go, Oh yeah. I remember this is home. That was the that was the thing that we go do for fun. It's like the video game. This is our video game, man. Mm -hmm. And so we get very attached to it because it's super duper real, man. And and then mm -hmm. and then so our emotions come in and we have to I mean, damn, dude, like that's what the pharmaceutical industry is, is trying to eliminate mm -hmm. that aspect. So we forget that shit because that's living. And then to to experience what you're talking about, the oh, I'm going to fucking yell and and I, I, dude, I'm all about that. And it's so much fun. And I laugh so hysterically that I cry, dude. I cry. I make myself cry. I laugh so hard at stuff. Yeah. And that's such good. And just to experience the extreme and then cry so hard that it's like, I almost feel like I can't have a temper tantrum big enough to express <laughs> how sad I feel. And it's like, like, I feel like a two-year-old at some point, like, wow, this is what, like, just really being like, I'm not going to get my way. Uh, and then and then balance back out in the middle and be like, dude, it's all good. And we just got to keep on going and not, you know, so. But that's yeah, the emotional I, it, aspect that's hard to conquer. 
Uh, it's not meant to be conquered. It's meant to be harmonized with the mind, you know? Well, I see, and there's, I, I, I disagree on that. I, that's where Christ was. That's, that's what that allegory is, is like, I, he, he wasn't ever crying. <laughs> you know what I mean? And if he was, he was doing it to, to balance himself so that he was walking that, that curved line right in the center of the yin-yang, right on the center line of the black and the white with one foot in each, you know, to me. That's what it is. So that's, you know, and on the way to that, you'll experience being completely in the black and being completely in the white mm, until yeah. you can oscillate your, your frequency of vibration down to alignment with truth, which is not going to be extreme on either side. It's going to be maybe minor oscillations. I have sort of a different impression about that, okay. which is that, you know, if, if you have this, if you have something that's way over here in terms of uh, level, you know, and you have this other thing that's way over here. And you and your and if your impression of balance, quote unquote, is sort of like lowering this thing, upping this thing, so that they meet in the middle. That's basically just mediocrity. That's not fucking good. That's fucking retarded. I, uh, I, I want to finish. I want to finish this. You, sure, you sure. get my point. Um, true balance, in the sense of eliminating all of the negative and facilitating all of the positive, means you have this thing up high and this thing up low, and you upgrade this and you upgrade this, so that they're all evolving simultaneously. So they're not meeting anywhere in any middle. They're sort of growing infinitely always. <laughs> That's uh, balance. Or, um, balance in this sense is just another word for excellence, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I, you're, you're, you're kind of going up and down. I'm thinking more of on a flat plane. No, so there's so so no, no flat, both are no already at the at the highest extreme. There's no lack of anything. It's just are yeah. you completely engulfed in sorrow? Are you in completely engulfed in just joy, just out of control? Hmm. Like, oh, it just can't get any better. And then. And then experiencing both of those things, but then being able to just feel like I do right now, which is like indifferent about both. Mm. Uh, whereas, boy, I'll tell you earlier, I wasn't either, man. I, I, you know, like every day I go through extremes of each side and I, I, I try to find my balance where I can where I can conduct myself without my mind being I mean, overtaken by that. Um, and indifferent just, or patient. Say it again. Uh, indifferent or patient. Patient. Yeah, it's a feeling of indifference where I, I, you know, that's my word for it, I guess, because I just don't care as much. I don't feel like I care as much. The care definitely doesn't go away. It's it's more patience, I guess. That's a better way of terming it. Yeah. 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 No, because, again, uh, words, if you are if someone is attached to words and the literal meaning of the words, they they might kind of uh, sort of ingest that and process it. And then they start to warp their own knowledge of self, you know, if they don't know what the word means and they just sort of, you know, uh, that's why word is pretty much spellcraft. <laughs> yeah, yeah much, it is. You know? Yep. Spelling. That's why it's called spelling for sure. Yep. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it, it is. So again, be, ca be careful with your words, not in the sense of uh, be careful what you say. Don't be careful about that. Say whatever the fuck you want, but in the sense that be clear in what you say so that it resonates with what you actually mean. Right. You know, as and much as words would manage. And know. then this will circle back around to prayer in that uh, where I was told when you're going to pray, be very, very specific because you'll get that, you know, almost like the genie method. Like, don't ask a genie for a ton of gold because he's going to drop it right on top. of you. Like, <laughs> I want a ton of gold right over there. You know what I mean? <laughs> so and I, I took that to heart. And so when I was praying for my books, dude, I was I was very clear about what I wanted to know about. And very clearly that showed up. I was like, wow, I, that was the best. And I've had multiple examples of prayer, prayer in the sense of my personal growth. Like it wasn't ever for like, oh, can I have some money? Can I? Mm -hmm. And of course, you know, you do pray for things like that. And but I, the way I did it was differently. And then still like, can I 
can I be okay in this well way? Or can you help me get through this kind of thing? And that's, that was where a lot of my prayer was help me get through this, do what, do what I can't do. I'm going to go into it at hundred percent. And then whatever I can't cover do for me. And that's just what I believed I was, was happening and it was happening. So that was me deluding myself perhaps. And, and I was all doing it all myself, whatever, yes, but, it, but it, but it was better than not having that thing until I could advance to a point where I can now understand that that's the case. I still pray. I don't know. I, I do it in my own way. I, I don't feel like I'm begging for anything. Um, but in some sense, I'm just praying for well-being. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping for well-being on other uh, beings. Also, so in a, uh, is it more like you're communicating with your higher self, so to speak? Yes. I mean, if, if, if anything, yeah. But also other beings that have a potential to do stuff if they're simply acknowledged and asked. Just like the yeah, demons. But, uh, Dude, if you acknowledge demons and ask demons, you'll get, right? I, no one is going to deny that that's a reality on this planet. False. It, it, I'm going to deny that that's the reality. The thing is, you, uh, demons don't offer anything ever. The, uh, what demons try again they are parasites they don't have any creative capacity but they so, do people get money people get pay yes people yes they do in terms of the ex quote-unquote external world but what actually what actually happens esoterically is that you know um you Ooh. as a non-parasitic being you have way more fucking power and beyond the concept of power than the parasites express for as long as they are parasites so what they do is kind of like I, i give this sort of an analogy like We had infinite consciousness, blah, 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 blah. And it's kind of like on a personal level, you're like an athlete, let's say. The parasites are like a fucking cripple. Again, not to, uh, again, I have nothing against cripples, you know. So I get it. I get it. For the, for the sake of the conversation. Yeah. Sure. Again, uh, it's about strength of character, not strength of body. But anyway, so, um, anyway, so, the, uh, but, you know, for the example, um, parasites are like a fucking. Right, yeah. Versus yeah, they're like a cripple. They're dependent on technology, on belief, on blah, 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 which is their wheelchair, which is not, they're not even carrying themselves. They rely on other things uh, in terms of their impression and how they manifest their personal reality. Mm -hmm. So when an athlete comes along, someone who is a non-parasitic being, if the athlete is dumb or gullible enough to fall for the parasite's ploys, like the parasite is going to say, ah, I'm so powerful. Look at me. <laughs> Punch yourself in the face. And so on and so forth. And then uh, if uh, the athlete just starts punching themselves in the face like this and so on and so forth, uh, again, don't take this too literally. I mean it, I mean it metaphorically and exoterically, even though it kind of applies literally, but anyway. Um, yeah. So the athlete just continue, continues to punch themselves. And the more they punch themselves, the more concussions they get. And the more they forget that they're the ones punching themselves in the face. So um, when the... Uh, when uh, When the pastors come and say, yes, I'm going to free you from this pain if you agree to my contracts and so on. And so when you agree to their contracts, what actually happens, you agree to punch yourself a little bit less or you agree to use your hand for something other than punching yourself. But you believe that it's the gifts from the demons, oh, but you're still providing for yourself. You just don't you're just you just don't fucking know it and so on. So well, likewise, likewise with praying to some positive entities, it's kind of the same thing. You're still the one punching yourself in the face or providing for yourself. But with positive entities, when you pray, all positive entities are, in my knowledge and experience and so on, all truly positive entities are disgusted when someone prays to them. But they see someone's willingness to evolve beyond their personal beliefs and so on and so forth. And what they do is like, yeah, okay, he does some bullshit. He's still putting, putting us on a pedestal. But okay, I'm going to directly or indirectly sort of uh, give him catalysts to remind himself that he is the one using his own hand to provide for himself. 
you know yeah. so in that sense when you even though you get something you don't really get it you they sort of plant information or knowledge or feelings or some catalyst they don't implant it literally they sort of show it to you like on a billboard or through synchronicities or some shit and so on and so forth to remind you that hey you're the one doing it love yourself some more um, and even if you think you're relying on us, you're not relying on us. We're helping you. We're helping to remind you of that. So that's why positive entities never come bearing gifts. You know, if 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 a truly positive and if something comes and says it says to you, I'm this positive being and I'm here to help you. That's almost always going to be either a trickster or a parasite. You know, positive entities don't come gloating about. Yes, hey, I'm and, a positive and, entity. and I yeah, and I don't I don't mean certainly in the in the sense of manifestation. I think it's like more of a of an unseen realm kind of a thing where you're getting assistance that I couldn't begin to explain in ways that I can't understand and in 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 a realm that I can't see uh, you, you you do but you don't remember it synchronicity and events like that because my intention is aligned properly so it's like the fact that I'm praying just lets them know that I'm I, I, I acknowledge that they're there and that that's where I'm going. Right. So it's basically like me saying, OK, Jesus, I know you're real and I'm I'm coming to be you. I'm not praying to you. I'm on my way to being you. OK, mm. that's and then that's a metaphor, too. That's not what I'm saying exactly. But and, and so they're going, aha, this one gets it. He's not praying to us. He's just acknowledging us in his thought patterns because thoughts are very real. OK, yeah. so. Uh, just because again we don't see them they manifest in other places and when we get our thoughts in line with 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 um i don't know what you say goodness of, of uh, you can you can exist in a plane where your thought is manifested instantly yeah that's because, the because if you're, if you're still thinking demon shit and thinking evil and rape and torture and murder you don't get to exist in a plane where those thoughts are instantly manifested which is uh, why you do, this though. realm exists that's why this <laughs> realm is here we're, we're in a school of sorts and we can choose to go down low and be low and yeah and parasite and be parasites and some people enjoy that i guess <laughs> and then there's the hard part which is like nope not only kicking them off and but but and not falling into the temptation of look how easy it is to be parasites look how many dumb people mm. there are for a smart person like you to latch onto and just suck off of the rest of your yeah. life yeah that, 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 that's kind of like, I, I would say much differently being a parasite is the hardest thing to do. Being good is the easiest thing to do, you know, because, again, it's kind of like the more parasitic you become. Again, yeah, OK, in our particular world, there are hurdles to overcome and so on. And that can be painful. But that's kind of like, uh, let's say someone who is a parasite, it's kind of like someone who is in a bubble, in a sterile bubble, never goes out. And, uh, you know, the, uh, yeah, they have more ease in the sense that they don't experience hardship. But the moment they go up, they're like, oh, shit. Well, they and, have know, to they constantly kind of work. They have to constantly work to be parasiting. So I get what yeah. you're saying there. Yeah. yeah. I, but, I do but, the, but those of us who actually go out of the fucking bubbles, you know, and we are not parasitic and we do things on our own, even though, yeah, we go sometimes go an uphill battle until we overcome the hill, you know, so to speak. <laughs> until yep. we overcome the hill, it's going to be an uphill battle. But after that, it's going to be yeah, blah, super easy. Anyway, and, so, um, well, and see, and some people would even say though, that's God's energy, you know, giving them that because they're doing the right thing. So that's that energy that helps you fight. No, it's, that not, battle. it's not given or taken. You are expressing You are expressing your own divinity from within. But it's you're not given right, or but, taken. So you're tapping into an, an energy yeah. that that person doesn't have. It, they have it, but they're not tapping into it. They don't have access to it. Right. Because they're not behave. Their alignment. Their behaviors aren't in alignment. So, again, they're and their thoughts too. thought, emotion, action. Hmm. So. 
all of it, all three have to be in alignment. So that's why that's where my thought, the prayer, you know, like I and I'm, I'm I will never let go of that. It's extremely important. And I, I understand that I'm not asking a guy on a cloud for favors, but it's that thought of putting my mind vibration to that next level up, whether I'm inventing that they're these glowing golden ethereal beings or which they aren't but that's just sometimes imagery that tv has given us and then or whether they're actual physical things that look like us which is more like it and and they're just existing on a level that we can't see and they're like but they yes, we can well no but i mean right now we can't because they're right around us i mean there's a there's a spirit realm that is this realm but we can't i can't see what's happening around me and i know there's more beings right here in this realm in this space in than than, than what i'm experiencing in this 3d that's a cover the matrix we're in the matrix man and like if it if it got peeled back i think we'd all have heart attacks <laughs> that's why it's, it's going to happen slowly but it's going to go quick here in the next 10 years and that's why all the indigenous peoples of just about every continent have huts that are made of earth and clay off away from all of their civilization because they know that when this shift happens that all the man-made stuff is to just disappear and kind of go away and so they want to put themselves in a place where it's going to be less stressful because that's going to happen. And that's what their stories tell them, which is very in line with what the Christians believe. The Christians say it the in a very different mean. way. But and then you read someone like Drunvalo Melchizedek. I don't know if you've ever read his stuff, but then he talks mm. about the ascension. And then all these different people are saying these stories and they all kind of line up a little bit. So it's <laughs> like, wow, grain of salt, take them all in and be like, damn, something's going to happen. That's like a shift that we're going to experience where we don't really go anywhere it's our perception changes <laughs> the three yeah but the thing is is the, the thing is not to wait for something to happen the thing oh, no, is no, to no, actually no, right exactly right? fuck no you don't you'll be eaten by the demons long before you get to experience that if you wait this is nah, a I, I, actually you'll punch yourself you'll punch yourself to death nobody's gonna eat you You're there just you go punch whatever <laughs> however if you want to say you punch yourself to death then yes or you can eat yourself right but no, uh, right. The, the zombies will get you let's just say that period uh. like you, you have to align your thoughts, your emotions, and your actions in a way of I'm getting out of this. I'm going to bring and I'm going to bring others with me. And that's that's it. That's to me. You know, you know this, this may be semantics now, but again, words are, you know, a thing. So um, it's not I would say it's not about aligning with anything. It's about disaligning with anything because, you know, truth, infinity and so on and so forth isn't about a linear thing. It's about a nonlinear thing. But it's so, a vibration. Uh, the thing it, it, it is a vibration, though on on that level of the 3d and so on and so forth but other than that it's not a vibration there is no again uh, when you go beyond the ether it's not it's, it's not in any way shape or form you know vibration in, is still a form in the 5d it will be though so i, I still believe form, yeah. now there's a level that we could probably go back in 12 dimensions which is what is theorized to be uh, that probably that. we get past vibration but in, in even the next multiple steps of us coming out of this matrix, which it's matrix into a different matrix, into a different matrix, into mm, yeah, until a little less, a little less, yeah. a little less, till you get to the understanding, most likely, of just I am <laughs> and yeah. nothingness. You know what I mean? Beyond that, and like, and then start all the way back down to whatever is possibly below us in consciousness, say an animal, <laughs> right? Or, and just start off like that and come all the way back up through the whole thing. Yeah, but that's a, yeah, but that's a cycle that only happens in the illusory realm. You know, so, um, when you go beyond reality, there are no cycles anymore. Everything is simultaneous. I don't even know if that's a cycle. It's just maybe or it could be a spiral, you know, because you, you, you just write a spiral. So once you get to the top, I mean, or, or what's perceived to be the top, the 
fun for, for the sake of experiencing, you would just go, let's start over. Hey, I'm going to write a story now because I feel like it. <laughs> right, <laughs> you know? right, right, right. Because I feel like I mean, it. Yeah, yeah I'm, by, by the way, anyway. uh, coming back to the story thing, that's literally the whole purpose of all existence. I am infinite consciousness and I want to experience something and whoop to do There you go. <laughs> that's, right. that, that's, that's why, you know, when I see people trying to come up with uh, many different mental or emotional reasons for wanting to do things, but uh, through means of, you know, they try to bullshit themselves about the reason that they want to do a thing. You know, no, fuck you. The main reason for doing anything for everyone is because I want to, you know. That, that that's the true reason behind literally everything because i wanna i make the i as infinite consciousness create an individual for myself to role play in the realm of experience and whatever else and then i experience whatever the fuck it is that i want and you know the thing is some people might say yeah but why is there suffering why is there rape why are children being fucked up and ugh, all that bullshit and even though um yeah that's a thing and that should be thwarted obviously and so on, but uh, uh, not, not as an excuse, uh, it is to be thwarted, but I mean, as an addendum to what I was saying before, um, it still is, spiritually speaking, a consensual thing, they've chosen to have that shitty experience, the kids who are raped and all that, and I have experienced that in other lives, I've also been a rapist in other life, and uh, perhaps I'm here to wash some of my bullshit away, again, anyways, <laughs> so um, the I thing mean, is, see, here's the what? thing real quick, I don't mean to interrupt, but like, dude, so, Oh, fuck, man. Here's where belief, I think, does come in. And I think we might have it wrong a little bit on this. They've convinced us, the archons, that karma is a real thing. And so it's as a collective planet, we've agreed to that. So it fucking is, dude. It is a real thing because we've all collectively agreed it's a real thing. <laughs> and if we all collectively went, nope, that's not real. I forgive myself of everything. That's the key. I forgive myself of everything. There is no me having to come back to fix anything. That guy's yeah. forgiven. That guy's forgiven. We're all forgiven. Their power gets lost on that trick that they pulled on us of yeah. belief yeah so our belief does fucking matter we can believe ourselves into hell which they've done man they've war they've planetarily got us to believe shit that and, <laughs> and maybe i'm wrong right but i mean that's the first time i've really had that concept that there is no karma there is no right and wrong these are experiences dude there is wrong it's not good to hurt children i'm 100 with you but see at the same time those 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 beings agreed to that that's an agreed upon incarnation and, and yeah. it's used for lessons and for other things and for experience. I mean, I've had it explained to me that some beings in the, in the greater scheme want to come experience something negative to, un, to, to go what's negative because where they exist, there is no positive or negative. Yeah. It's like, so what would a negative thing be? Well, here's a universe you can go incarnate. In, <laughs> and, and here's a life that you could pick that would be a really good version of a negative thing. Mm. Yeah, and they go, really cool. <laughs> and then so see, but then that comes becomes a problem because then you get like these masochistic fucking sad, sadistic weird souls that want to keep doing this. And so that kind of perpetuates that thing. I mean, that's yeah. it's a it's a way of seeing it. Not, I'm not saying that that's exactly how it works, but dude, I, it's it's way beyond what our third dimensional brains can comprehend how things are uh, actually well, well, working I, in this universe. Well, you are kind of comprehending it. So you are already thinking beyond the brain, if that's your impression of the brain. <laughs> So um, you kind of didn't. <laughs> well, you're yeah, comprehending it. So why it's did all, you say it's all double-edged sword stuff here, man? Like it's like there is right and wrong. There is no right and wrong. There is God. There's no God. Like there's something that is driving uh, people and and souls and beings in a good way, and that's not just yourself. And if it is, what then are you referring the to? The collective right? self is God. Is the good positive consciousness where. Where I, I do believe that, like, 
there's a negative that just is, but uh, there's so much more power in in giving away than than taking. Yeah, because mm -hmm. you know, taking is a, you perceive yourself to be in lack, so I gotta take from everyone. Ah. And so and you're constantly you worried about that, where do I get that next one? I yeah, got this yeah. One, but where's this one gonna come from? Yeah. Whereas when you're giving, you're just like, it, dude. Then 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 whatever's happening in the universe, the way it works. It's like this dude's doing it right. He's giving shit away. So the universe starts flinging stuff at you so you can just deflect it to other people. I've, <laughs> I've, I've personally had that happen to me. I was you know, fighting for so long to get my next drink. And then when I stopped doing that and started putting my every thought into how can I go help others? And then what I needed in my life came like without any effort and then i was able to get more so that i could give to other people because that's really where my intentions were like how can i help others what can i do to help others instead well, of constantly of it, worrying yeah. about myself which is all i did for so many years that it was really like let's try to just every day wake up and go who can i go help and how can i how can i give my skills away to help others you know yeah. on a realistic level i was still eating oh. and, and paying my bills and not just doing for others i was taking care of my own shit but any free time was now no longer where can I get my booze? It was how can I go help someone else? And man, my life changed so dramatically. It's crazy. So what advice would you give to someone like me, for example, who I do want to help people for the sake of doing it, but primarily because I feel like it. If I didn't feel like it, I wouldn't. But I do feel like helping others because I wanna again, because mm -hmm. I wanna the prime reason. It is all because but you uh, yeah. how, how how do I uh, how do how would you say what would you do in my situation where everyone around me I've look to help lots of people around me but everyone is a fucking reach out and they don't know how to receive the help and uh, you know you get too fucking angry with them uh, and you don't have time to do your own shit you know what you're interested in right so how how, how the fuck would you get over that sort of anger um the, well it's hard and it's not you know because i mean pick and choose your battles if they're that dumb you just kind of got to move on you got to at least talk to somebody. Yeah, but the, but, but there are kids involved. When I see them with the fucking face up and put them, putting them all the fucking kids, I'm like, no, I want to kill them, motherfucker. Then I you want to kill then, them and kidnap the kids and raise them better. And <laughs> then you have to, then that's where we're talking about. You're living over in one side or the other of the yin yang, and you got to work your way more to the middle and go, okay, I hate them. And, and that keep that I with don't you, hate them, I despise but them. take, talk to them. You got to meet them at their level. So I had, a, I don't have the patience for that. Yeah, see, but then you so then work on your patience. If you, you you ask me how do you, and then and then so as you present, well, I can't because I don't have this. Well, I can't because I don't have that. Well, I'm, then I'm, 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 not, I'm not I'm not trying to make excuses. It's kind of like you know I'm naturally very very belligerent. I know, you know I can tell that, which is why I like talking to you because it's more <laughs> fun to talk to people like that because then I can be a little bit more like that because I can overpower people for sure and I don't like doing that. So when I get to talk <laughs> with people like you, I feel like I can I can be a little bit more boisterous and we can still but you can you can you can do that anyway regardless yeah, but of i don't want to overpower whoever. people man because i could just shut no, no, that, the, the thing is it's not about overpowering people it's about expressing yourself freely no matter how and what else says or does i know and we've already talked about this too and that see that is when i talk to somebody who who's a lot quieter and nicer i choose i want to talk i want to i want to behave differently around them because otherwise i'll just run all over them and it's just the me show then and that's my ego going well fuck it i'll just do her be myself it's like 
calm your ass down so that they can be themselves too, though. See, yes, that, that, that is the thing. I know I am. <laughs> yeah, but do not do not neglect yourself just so others can oh, have I, a good time. You know? Oh, I won't. Believe me, I don't. I don't. <laughs> yeah. I just sometimes but, have to rein my shit in because I want to run over everyone. So no, but that, that's not run over. It's just it's just take control and and I just you know, yeah, that, that, that's not exactly reining in. Like for example, let's let's. Uh, uh, give an example so l- let's say for example you're talking with someone who is more <laughs> and so on and so forth um if you naturally feel like talking over them that's the honest thing to do go ahead and do that you're not harming them through anything however it would be more conscious to actually not re- again it's about doing what you feel is right if you mm-hmm. feel is right to talk over them go ahead and do that if you honestly feel like having giving them the opportunity to talk and express themselves more themselves to express themselves more freely go ahead and do that it's about what you truly feel like doing mm-hmm. you know so yep. either way do what is most honest for you doesn't matter what if, if they feel offended or not or if they even if they kill themselves because you shouted at them if i mean if someone is that fucking weak that they will go kill themselves because you shouted at them good riddance <laughs> you know? yeah, just, just about you know i mean i'd hope i could figured out that that was part of the issue and maybe help them but you're right like ultimately and you know yeah this is this is a man this is a big game and i think we need to have more fun with it Uh, but that is that's why i say be true to yourself and always live a life devoted to truth and i looked up the word devoted by the way and i still stand by that and i like that word so live a life devoted to truth because there's no blindness in there you mentioned that it that it's like a blind devotion which it is not it's that you know that there is truth and you have consciously put yourself on a path to finding that so that's that's and that's what i intend with that word it's just something that you mentioned last time and so i took it i was like well i don't really know what the word devoted means so i looked it up and i and now i consciously intend for that word to be in my statement so so in other words your definition of devotion is having principles then well, that yeah, again, that's that's what that's what I would call anti-devotion. But again, and, this is semantics, and, and you know? what, but but sticking to them because everybody's got principles. But um, do you let them waver because somebody waved some money at you. Oh yeah, but, well, oh yeah, that's enough money to let that. Uh, yeah, pay. fuck. But then you don't you don't have principles. You just I'm say devoted to truth. So fuck your money. I'm sticking to this. Yeah. So anyway, but yeah. So always be true to yourself because if you're not true to yourself, and then you got to find that balance. Am I? Am I cowarding out here and not being true to myself because I'm doing this thing? Or am I because I want to doing changing my my normal habits? So that's and that's a personal thing for me, I'm saying. So, you know, it's am I am I letting the situation push me down a little bit and I'm not behaving how I normally would? Or am I pulling back because I want to? So I, I do consciously think of that, too. That's, Do that's be a- aware, though, that sometimes the ego tends to give itself reasons for doing things which are oh. cowardly, but, you know, it's good. No, I want to do this for sure. And so on and so forth. But in actuality, you're still hiding from your own fucking fears, which are to be confronted. Yep. Not to, a- absolutely. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's real easy from. to lie to yourself. Yeah. And again, yeah. that's why I like LSD. Because. <laughs> <laughs> LSD doesn't let you lie to yourself and it's not necessarily, <laughs> you know, uh, it's something that's good to do intermittently, at least for me, as I've gotten older, I, I don't do it like I used to, but, uh, you drop a few hits of acid every once in a while and you very clearly, well, I, I, the first time I tripped acid and it had been well over like say 15 years, almost or 10, 12. And when I got sober and I'd been sober for about six months. And I was like, this guy that I randomly was working with uh, in Glenwood Springs, 
had a bunch of acid. And I was like, wow, that's weird. I just, you know, and so I thought about it and he was like, do you want some? And I was like, no. And then the next day I thought about it and I'm like, yeah, what a good test to find out if I really am sober. You know what I mean? Like, and by the way, is it still in blotters or is there some like a new form now? Well, there's multiple forms of it, but he had it in blotter form. Yeah. So it was little, little pieces of paper. And, uh, mm. and, uh, he gave me some and I took it and it wasn't super powerful, but, um, it definitely huh. I went I went through the ego, super ego ID blast of of mm. a trip on acid. And I I reassured myself that what I had gone through in my sobering uh, process and what I had now adopted as my personality was very real. And there was no I mean, I was just very confident in, in what changes I had made in myself. So how many units did you take? Uh, well, I don't know how much was on each hit, but I took three hits. Um, compared so about comparably to what I've done before, it was probably a solid hit and a half of like good sunshine LSD from the grateful <laughs> dead. <laughs> if you ever had sunshine LSD, oh my goodness, dude. I don't know. I just, I, I just, I have, by the way, I have deferring memories on this either in this life. I haven't tried it, but I think I did, or I did, but I, uh, you know, it's kind of, you know, how sometimes you remember things from different lives. Sometimes uh, the lives are very similar to each other, and sometimes you don't know which is which, the one you're living. You know? So it's kind of like, so that's one of the many instances where I have this, this experience with acid. So one of my awakening things, either in this life or in the life, whichever it was that I experienced this. Um, so I took, uh, I went to on the darknet on Silk Road and so on and so forth, and I got a bunch of, uh, you know, about, I think it was either 750 or 1500 units and so on and so forth. And I got a fucking bag of blotters and so on and so forth. So, um, and then I took it all at the fucking once. Oh, <laughs> so, you know, I, I, yeah, uh, then I, I, then I read eventually that, you know, for first time, it's about uh, 75 to 150 and so on and so forth. Yeah. And then I just like took the whole fucking thing, like, you know, one after the other and so on and so forth. But yeah. And eventually I lost patience. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck it. I'll just, I'll just, just eat just it all of them. <laughs> you know, and that, that, and here's the thing. This is the, the awakening part. I exp either the batch was shit. Uh, or, or uh, for whatever reason, I did not experience anything other than what I usually do. Huh. Then, I uh, then I went and I well, what the fuck is this shit? What, what the fuck is this big deal about acid? Then I went online. I research. I research what people experience or say they experience when they ingest this sort of shit, and I'm like, that's what I always fucking experience. This whole thing, ultra, mega, whatever, billion dimensions, different realities, different sets of personalities, different sense of entities that I always see and so on and so forth. I'm like, this is the casual thing for me. And, and then I, that's kind of like the, the awakening part was when I realized that, holy fucking shit, people need to consume stuff to see these things. I'm basically in the world of the blind in terms of perception. What the fuck? It's uh, like, imagine, imagine you see what you see now, then you go into a world of people who have basically just four, less than five senses, let's say, and then they need to, uh, they, they need to um, get ayahuasca or they need to get some LSD or they need to get uh, however much of a, whatever substance to experience a sliver of what you see with your senses. And yeah. you're like, holy fucking shit, you know, cause, and likewise with this, uh, when you, both in terms of things beyond the five senses and beyond the concept of sense, you know? So I was like, whoa, because I initially assumed that nobody was talking about this, just like you would not talk to anyone on the street about, hey, did you know that I'm breathing? Breathing is so cool. And yeah, so right. on. But no, I it, see. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like it's so natural for you. So you don't really feel about talking about it, uh, um, generally speaking.
other sure. than, you know, when you want to get into specifics like anatomy and what breathing means and blah, 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 blah. That's another thing. But generally speaking, you wouldn't talk to someone about, hey, did you know this thing about breathing? It's so cool. And so on. So um, the, I, I, I've always been seeing this and always shall and will. Um, and you, when, you, I, when I realized that nobody else was and the reason why they weren't talking about it is because they didn't see it, not because they saw it all the time. I was like, oh, shit. Right. Oh, fuck. And I, then I felt like for the first time, I think I felt super fucking alone. <laughs> like like literally fucking and, well, and I then i started to get go well yeah. i was just gonna say i took acid for months at, at one point like like on a daily well maybe three times a week like like i just tripped all the time i had i, I had bought a bunch and it wasn't nearly as strong of a batch as i thought it was i basically kind of got bunked so i had a bunch but i didn't have a bunch that i could sell so i just ate it and I ate it on, on a regular basis and just lived my life regularly, you know, like I would hang out with people. I'd go to parties. I would just sit around the house and interact with my roommates and stuff. And I now I wouldn't say I see that all the time, like what people experience on like a hard acid trip. But I've definitely pushed myself into a, a reality that's much more like that. Like I because uh, I've, I've taken acid again since and it's not it doesn't do you know what I mean? Like I'm already kind of there. It's like what you're saying. Um, and I did that. I got myself there uh, by taking acid a lot. And it wasn't the acid that did it. It was that it opened my mind up to realize that this is something that is and I'm just able to see it now. So years of not doing it. And you're like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm kind of yeah, more you know, on that level a little bit. So, you know, that, that's good. That's good on you because you didn't become addicted to it, you know, because oh, no. uh, and I quit this mid the minute it started feeling like like a uh, thing I was doing to, 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 to bring something from externally internally because acid to me originally was like all these internal epiphanies. I was like, man, I'm coming up with all this cool shit. And then once it became this thing, I was taking to see the walls move. I was like, mm, not so much, but it took a um, long that. time for that to happen to me. I mean, I woke the shit up for a long time on acid. So I loved it and I did it a lot. Yeah, but why, then, why, why are you afraid of seeing walls do things or things pouring out of the walls or breaking and then reforming? Oh, I'm not afraid of that at all. In fact, I never got as much as I was hoping for. I want to. <laughs> I, I, listen, here's a cool story. I took a quarter sheet of acid one time, 25 hits. I was like, all right, dude, this one's going to do it. I wanted to go into cartoon world. I wanted to <laughs> be real and for me to be like, wow, I'm in an alternate reality. And I talked to people that had these trips with me. Like we were tripping the next day. They were like, I went to Cartoon World. And I'm like, ah, fucking really? And so I, so anyway, we're up in the mountains and I'm like, here's a good place to go out of my mind. And so I took a, a quarter sheet of acid and, and it wasn't, it, again, it wasn't the strongest acid in the world, but I was like, this should do it. You know, this should put me into a state where I'm like, so about an hour and a half in, that's when I'm just like peaking, you know, like this is when it's like, okay. And my buddy's kind of running around the woods and it's just me and him. And we are hiked out into the middle of fucking nowhere. So we, kind of, <laughs> we know the area ish. And when we're sober, we can totally navigate it. But we're in the middle of nowhere, dude. <laughs> and I'm staring at the woods sitting on a rock. And I was like, OK, if I if I focus, if I lose focus on my eyes and try to look through things, I bet I can look into the fourth dimension. That's what I thought. So I start staring through the trees and everything turns very quickly into honeycomb but it's still the same color of everything, right? It's just, but you get this translucent honeycomb pattern over everything. And then they start coming in and out. And I'm like, like, oh shit. And then like, everything's disappearing. And this room, this office room with a giant white couch and a big wooden, kind of like a piece of tree, but 
but that somebody would have in an office for like a piece of decorative art and a huge owl sitting on it is materializing in place of nature. And so nature's going away. Reality's drifting away. And this, this new setting is coming in and I'm like, Oh shit, here we go. And right. Now, <laughs> my buddy comes running through right in front of me and he goes, Hey dude, did you see this? And I was like, and then it all went away. And there I was. <laughs> And I mean, dude, I was just like, oh, but then I thought, and I was like, dude, maybe I would have never come back. So that's probably good that he showed up. So here we go. Several hours later, the acid is basically worn off. I know it seems like I took a quarter sheet. I should have been tripping for several days, but it's just not how it worked. And so we're now it's worn, it's wearing off. It's not completely gone, but like the sun is now setting. We're on the mountain in Colorado. There's trees and hills. And so we're in the fucking mountains. And there's a row of trees about 100 yards away from us. And we're sitting at our campfire. There's still some sunlight, so it's not dark yet, but it's getting dark. And there is a flash bulb, like it looks like a 1950s camera paparazzi, you know, the bow, bow, the way they flash. And it's doing a corkscrew and it's coming down the row and it's spiraling and I'm seeing it flash. It's making no noise of any sort. And it's going to come out. The tree line ends right, I mean, straight across from where I'm sitting and it's hundred yards out. So I'm like, dude, I'm going to see a fucking spaceship. Oh my <laughs> God. And it's coming, it's coming. And then like, and my buddy, he's not making any noise and I'm just a talker. I'm just like, I vocalize things. So like, I'm like, holy shit, are you seeing this dude? Look, oh fuck, oh fuck. And then nothing like the last flash was like, right as it was going to appear. And I like seriously, like stood up and was like, like ready to uh, take in what the hell I was about to see. Like, oh my God, what is this? And then there was just nothing there, dude. And I look back over at him and did you see that dude? And he was terrified. Like I was all excited. He was like, Oh my God, dude, I'm so glad. Oh my, I don't think I could have handled seeing aliens, dude. <laughs> it's oh. like, I don't think we would have seen any aliens, but it would have been cool for that thing to actually pop. It like something was there. Did you see it? And he's like, Oh, there was something there. And I, <laughs> so, so my theory then after years of this, this was years ago, I thought about it and I'm thinking I was literally tapping into another dimension somehow with my mind and on the aid of this drug. And I was doing something and I, I was creating some sort of visible rift in some other reality that I just can't see that other, that other beings could probably see. And so from them, it's just this serene mountaintop. And then all of a sudden there's this warp, there's a vortex happening over here. What the fuck is this? So they came to check it out. I mean, mm. I really believe that's what happened. I don't know how else to say it, but like, dude, I'm sitting here tripping balls one minute and hours go by and it wasn't a hallucination. And then there's these fucking nothing is a hallucination. Something came by and checked out on us, dude. That's all I know. So that was very and, you know, cool. the, the, the thing is when entity, when some entities sort of come to check something and so on and so forth, um, if they want to impart something on you, they usually want to see that you're actually interested in the information. If you just go like, oh, well, this is so exciting. Oh, and so on and so forth, which is, you know, a good emotion. But if the excitement or the spectacle is what you're looking for, they're like, no, fuck this guy. Not, not, not interested in the information. You know, the yep. information is what's important. <laughs> and I think mm -hmm. it goes back to my story that I talked about with Salvia, where the entity, the female entity in, in Salvia was like, see, he's not ready to be here. And that's definitely the case with that. If I had gone wherever I was going, I, I would have no knowledge of how to navigate it. I, I would have been lost, dude. And I've heard about things like that. People can psychically go places that they don't know how to navigate and get fucking lost. And they're kind of like that. For, I, I was kind of like that for the period of time, you know, after the experience with the with the potential experience with the LSD that I talked about, you know, 
So I was kind of like, uh, when I realized that uh, pretty much nobody around me that I knew personally of saw what I was seeing and so on, I was like, you know, the the, so the walls just sort of broke. The walls between realms, between reality, they just, sort of, they just fucking broke and so on. And I, I was like, for, for maybe a few weeks, maybe about three weeks, maybe a month or maybe three months, I don't fucking know. The thing is, I, I was walking in the streets, just, uh, you, you know how sometimes you see someone on, on the streets being like, oh, 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 and all that sort of stuff on the street, just like, you don't know what the fuck the problem is. I was like that. And I just had, I was very desperate. I didn't, uh, I didn't manage to integrate the idea that I'm the only one that I personally knew of who saw these things actively. And uh, I, I really, really didn't know what life I'm in, what time period I'm in. I didn't know where the fuck I was. I didn't know who the fuck I am until eventually I saw, I, I, whenever I sort of got the impression that I woke up, you know, I sort of like I was on the street, then one moment I'm in the bed, then one more moment I'm in the kitchen, one moment I'm over there. It's like, it was very, um, you know, it doesn't make sense to the incarnate mind. You know, it's kind of like you're teleporting all over the place. That's kind of the impression that you get. Um, and when I sort of was so when I was kind of getting the gist of where I was locationally, I would really need to check constantly to see, uh, you know, do like a recap. Okay, well, I have this desk, that means it's this other life, but uh, I have this computer, it means it's this life, and suddenly I'm in a completely different life, and I need to start over with the fucking recap, <laughs> you know? So yeah. that's uh, that thing is still ongoing, but there is, there, there's more of a differentiation between the realms nowadays, you yeah. know? Yeah, so and so yep. I see. So I think to if I was to to sum up what I've gathered from what you've said is that like you kind of maybe exist on on a part of the yin yang. I'm going to bring that that example that metaphor back, and that like is your your dude. Most people are on this side of it, trying to get to a center balance point, which you're past on the other side. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like you're yeah. like, what the fuck, dude? I'm this is normal, right? And everybody, most people, there's other people like you for sure. And if you found your little group, you'd be like, oh, dude, Every, we're everyone, like every, we're superheroes every, and we should rule over these people. Uh, no, then, then, nobody's no, no, a fucking dude, superhero. Everyone is like, infinite consciousness beyond superhero or whatever. No, but dude, you'd realize, you'd be like, oh, there are some of us that, that this is normal. And then you'd see that you're that they're, like, there's people that are like, yeah. And then when you fucking master that, this is where you can go with that. And they're the people that do the you know, fucking astrally projecting and leaving their body and going around. Wow, as if that's and, and then we go, well, is that even real? And I, 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 yeah, fuck yeah, it's real. I mean, yeah, it, it fucking is, but it's again, it's like fucking breathing. What's the big fucking deal? Oh, I'm also yeah, traveling. I mean, because, yeah, so what? It's a good thing. We're breathing. Whoop to do. <laughs> it's know? not something you would go tell people about so much as that you would just go do, you know, like what if you could, if I could, if I could leave, if I could breathe my Merkaba into existence and astrally project myself to another fucking earth somewhere, you oh, are dude, already do fucking doing that. The I you, you're it. already fucking doing all of that. The thing no, is, no, no, you but I mean, take this body it. and go somewhere else and come back. Now, see, that's doable. I can't do it, but it's you doable. Are, you are doing it. Just that John, John, Jonathan Wright isn't aware of it. It's kind of like, you know, the, it's kind of like you go somewhere, then you come back. And then so as to continue having the story of Jonathan Wright, as you want to write it currently, you forget that stuff because that's not the story. The, that remembrance is not yet the story that you want to have. You know, when you will want to remember that you will. But right. either way, you are experiencing that simultaneously. It's right. not like, oh, you need to do something to you just need to fucking remember. It, You're it, already is, all, doing it. it, it is all remembering. Yeah. Um, but the and then so problem. there's a uh, I guess there's like a conscious transferring of self from this this reality into death and then there's dying death. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. So there's dying. You get taken out or you die of old age and you're like, oh God, please save me on this. I, I uh. changed my mind. I believe, you know what I mean? Whatever. <laughs> <That's bad laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry for all the bad stuff I did. Okay, oh, no, fuck off. <laughs> and then, so <laughs> then, and then, uh, but then there's consciously, and then Rudolf Steiner talks about this. And I don't know if you've read any of his stuff, but he's, uh, I've heard the name, but I haven't read any of his stuff. He's I interesting. Think. I'm going to do a presentation on, on his, uh, what the, what the body what the mind or spirit and then what the soul and what those three aspects of the human being are. And man, he breaks it down into this multifaceted seven part as things connect on the spirit and soul side, new parts are created. Then, then when that connects to the body and the spirit is necessary for the soul to connect to the body and then, oh man, and he just goes on and on about it. And it's, and it breaks it down to ultimately there being seven parts at the end. You know, you, it goes through these changes as the soul and spirit connect. And then as the spirit and the body connect, and then as all three are together, what you ultimately end up being is these seven parts. And it's just like, wow. And just such a interesting breakdown on it. I'm just going to do a video about it because it's yeah, but, no, fucking uh, fascinating. That would be interesting. But again, this, this is sort of to try to get the mind to wrap uh, around the thing, you know? Because in essence, again, there is no separation. There are no parts per se. It's all, well, it's, it's again, superficial no. example, but it's kind of like the ocean, you know? No, I disagree. Uh, you know, See, so that's where when your soul gets removed, then now your spirit is open because it has an opening in it. And that's where demons get in and possess you. I mean, that's all very real stuff, dude. They're real entities. And like it actually does physically work on a physical material level where um, like when you have sex with someone, you have a soul tie with that person. That's just a real thing. It can be undone, but when you when you just don't even know and you just go have sex with somebody, that is creating a soul tie with that person yes. uh, on, on, on a real level of and your soul is a very separate real aspect of you uh, with and your spirit is a definitely a different part and it's not really you. You get your own spirit and it is yours. But that's not what makes it through. That's not what your consciousness, your I am, which comes from the creation. Okay. The crea- that's the, and that's I'm creator. The that's and where, or the creator, you know, the creation. The creator. So that there's a piece of that in you that connects mm-hmm. to all that. But then there's the self, right? Because you're you and I'm me and I experience you as different, even though we are from the exact same thing. We have that exact same thing at our center core. And we all, everything shares that. And that's where we are all one comes from. But beyond that, there's multiple facets of what we are. And as we die, they come back in different ways. And as you progress consciously through things, you can remember more of your past lives where I don't. You say you do. And I, I, I fully believe you. I don't. You, you shouldn't, though. You shouldn't just believe me on word alone. Okay. You know? I believe that people do. So I don't have any reason to think that you're lying to me. Let's just say that. I'm not going to go put my name on that you experience your past lives. I don't have any reason to be- feel that you're lying to me. So I, I believe you. I, I, I'm ne- I'd never lie for any fucking reason. I'd rather die and endure all torture. So that's lie. why I say I believe you. I, I mean, like I said, I'm not going to go out and promote this dude lives. You, but, but from, from your perspective, I could be lying. You don't know what's in my mind. Of course, my heart. of course, dude. And that's what I'm saying. Like, you don't, I, I don't need, yeah, to be reminded of that. I, everybody could be lying at all times. Um, I know I'm not. And I know, uh, and that's, and that's, again, the only thing we can ever bring to the table. You know, you're not lying to me and I know I'm not lying to you. And I think uh, people, when they watch this, will use their own discernment and decide whether they feel either one of us are bullshitting them. Um, and I think ultimately they'll go, no, <laughs> you know, cause uh, <laughs> we are, 
I feel you're being genuine, therefore, and I have a pretty good judge of character in that regard. So um, I think people. I do not know that personally. Maybe people, you're wrong. No, I know. Yeah, exactly. And and I could be a good charlatan as well. You know, whatever. But like uh, again, think, you oh, don't seem to it from an intuitive perspective. You don't seem like it, but uh, you know, there's a possibility. So sure. there is. Well, and I used to be, and that's the only way I can guarantee you that I'm not, is because I totally used to be. And not so much a charlatan in that I was trying to get something over on you. I was trying to hide who I really was from you because I was an alcoholic. And that was just like, no, you know, and so I had a really good presentation that was like, you'd have to really <laughs> know me for a while before you figured out, wow, you're kind of a piece of shit, you know, because I, I hid that really well. And I was never out to hurt anyone. It was always just so selfishly minded. Like, I just didn't care. It was just when can I do for me? And what was it selfish or selfie? You, you know, because, uh, you know, if we're no, talking no, no, about the was... true self, so that's something different. <laughs> no, no, it's no, good no. to be selfish in that sense. OK, it was selfish. It was egotistical mm. selfishness because mm -hmm. there's love driven selfishness, which is what I'm involved in now. I'm taking care of myself, but so that I can help others. The more mm. I do good, the better I can show as an example, the better I can help teach, the better I can help yeah. raise people up. Ultimately. That, that, that's yeah. why I'm doing it. That's why I'm doing this, because otherwise I'd be content, like, you know, a lot of people just to know what I know and be like, I'm good. I'll be OK. And da, da, da. And ultimately, yeah. that's not the truth, man. If one is suffering, we're all suffering. And I, yeah. I really, yeah, truly I believe that ultimately nice. that's what needs to try to be ended, whether we pull that off or not. But that's what my goal oh, is. We are going to pull it off. Good always wins. <laughs> yeah. Again, we spoke about this before as to why that is so, but I'm going to rehash it for the, for, for the audience because they didn't hear our previous conversation, which was off the camera and in secrecy mm -hmm. and all this stuff. That's when we were plotting about how we were going to yes, yes. mastermind. We were conspiring and so on. So. <laughs> that's right. How, how to take over the, the creative content world. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And get rich and uh, fuck money. Anyway. Well, anyway you know, so, um, yeah, fuck money. But like, I do want some like at some point, like I have enough. Yeah, right but not, now, for, but not, 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 not for money itself. So that you oh, again. Oh, dude, God, no. And I'd really rather it all just go away. And we all just yeah. learned how to grow food and take care of each other. And then skills became, oh, this doctor dude over here can help me with this and I'll build something for him. Or That's that's man. And that'll happen eventually. We will eventually live in a society that that's how it is. It's like, and we don't even really need to eat. We eat because it's good and it's fun. But David, we we've learned how to sustain ourselves through different methods. And I don't know. I, I believe in that. I think our conscious because consciousness is unlimited. We don't have wow. to eat. Of course, <laughs> if we don't have to eat animals, which we've proven, we don't have to eat animals on this planet to survive. Well, maybe we don't need to eat plants. Yeah. I mean, damn, we are in the matrix after all. <laughs> so. <laughs> The more the more we remove ourselves from the matrix, the more independent we'll express ourselves as. <laughs> yeah. And we can just be a glowing ball of light that zips off and goes to another reality and helps out that poor unevolved race of beings that look like humans and come back here and go, ah, home. <laughs> Ah, uh, I, 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 I so very much why you know, that, that's part of the reason why I'm partially suicidal. And you know, because in, in a sense. I really want to get fucking home. I'm sick of being in this fucking stupid world. Like, ah, uh, but that's sometimes I cry a lot about this, but now I just did today. So I don't feel like crying as much well, about it now. You feel like, a little better though. Right. Yeah, it does. It feels good to get this stuff out, man. I haven't had a talk yeah. like this in a while. I appreciate this. We'll definitely have to do this more. Um, yeah, oh, I'm oh, yeah, pretty dude. much open to it. You know, yeah, can, so I, I'm going to I'm definitely going to edit some of this and because and, there's just parts that got fucked up a little bit, but uh, and it's been going for 
what a little about an hour and a half now. And so <laughs> this will be a good, this will make a good talk, dude. People are going to enjoy this. This is fun. So I'm going to show this. Everybody be true to yourselves and live a life devoted to truth. And then there's going to be my shtick, which is everything is always a choice and the choice is always ours to make because creator and creation conscious are not separate. They are the I and the we and the me expressing ourselves in whatever the fuck way we want. <laughs> because I and we are always free will, free the imagination will intent, infinity, unlimited and beyond, infinite spirit and so on and so forth. And by the way, funny thing, what is beyond spirit? More fucking spirit, motherfuckers. <laughs> you know, so we chose to do the music a little differently on this one. I'm just going to play George's selection and I'm going to play my selection. And so he chose Land of Confusion by Disturbed, which is a cover of a Genesis song from the 80s, which is just awesome. And I'm going to play a track from the Social Network soundtrack, actually, with Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross called On We March. So I hope you enjoy these. I think you will.
Thanks for watching. And be sure to check out my website, nothingnewunderthesun.us. I will continue to update it, and I have recently updated it. As you can see down here, I have added the Listen on Apple Podcasts and Listen on Spotify buttons. And up here, <clears throat> I've added a podcast link, which will allow you to uh, just check out all my podcasts and read a little bit about what I have made this podcast about. So anyway, thanks for watching. We'll see you next time.